Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Andy Bush and Richie Firth here. Uh, this is our podcast for Friday, recorded specifically for you lot. The third. Is it the third or the fourth any other business? Lost I mean, count. I think it might be the fourth. This might be fourth any mm. other business. Yeah. Who knows? Either way, we're both sat here looking pretty terrible. Um, slightly puffy faces, pasty complexions, uh, hair a bit ruffled up because we've just got back from Leeds, having gone up for the awards ceremony. And let's just go back to yesterday's show, Thursday's show live from Leeds. Uh, the big story that we ran with was Richie Firth eating a uh, <laughs> Kit Kat Chunky that was all chocolate that you thought might be a sign they were going to win big. The exciting thing is, is that that was obviously a sign for something else. Because right. we didn't win big yesterday. We didn't nope. really win small either. We didn't win anything. No, um, but... Um, the fact of the matter remains that on the way up there yesterday, I still ate that Kit Kat Chunky with no way for him whatsoever. Yeah. So it's still a sign for something. That how long, still how long will that be come. valid for overall? Because I, I was sat there last night going over in my head what the winning speech was going to be. Yeah. And I lost to Jamie Cullum. So uh, <laughs> I'd say that was a bit of a hex rather than anything positive. Richie, to be honest with you. Um, I may have misidentified it and, and maybe it's just um, something to do with Arsenal versus Leicester City on Monday night. Oh, well, Leicester at home not. And if it is a football thing, don't let it just be Arsenal. What about Everton? Who have you got this weekend? Crystal Palace. Oh, well, there you go. Could be that. Could be that. Let's see. Here's a question, though. Obviously, we are here, back in Soho, after our uh, our night in Leeds, our day in Yorkshire, which I very much enjoyed. What a beautiful, beautiful place. Beautiful place, be- beautiful air, really nice air up But that there. air's done nothing for how I feel today. Right, OK. And we are sat here feeling a little bit worse for wear, but do you think, here's the question, do you think as you get older, you're in denial that something is a hangover? From the age of 30 onwards, my hangovers have got longer and longer and longer. I, I remember going on a lad's holiday when I was 25, right? We did two weeks in, like, Benidorm or whatever, and we went out pretty much every night. If I did that now, I think I would die. <laughs> Genuinely. I don't even think I could do two nights drinking. <laughs> I do a thing now with mates where you ever have this thing where you meet up for a weekend yep. and everyone has a drink on the Friday ahead of the main night on Saturday. Yes. And you're so tired after Friday night that Saturday's an absolute waste of time. Yes, spot on, spot on. So, I don't know. But you're happy to call it a hangover, because the thing is, when we were walking down from the tube to the studios here earlier on, we were discussing how, um, I said I was tired, uh, I feel a little bit worse for wear, but uh, it's not a hangover. Oh yeah, you were quite adamant about that. And when I think about it, if you're drinking steadily from six o'clock, the last hour of our show yesterday, right through till one in the morning... Yeah. It's going to be a hangover, isn't it? It's probably a hangover. Yeah. But I think what happens is when you get older, you itemise all of the injuries more or the ailments. Yes. So, like, back in the day when you're, like, 26, 27, it's just a hangover. When you get to, say, 35 and beyond, uh, lower back sore, maybe it was the bed. I, I feel quite dried out because of the air conditioning. I found that when I got up at 7 o'clock for the toilet this morning, I could barely stand. Yeah. And that was that was due to just being on my feet. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah there you go. little hangover chat for you for any other business. Time at absoluteradio.co.uk is uh, a way for you to get in touch with the show. And uh, during any other business, it's uh, a very bespoke time for us to uh, be able to go through correspondence. Live show admin. That's what you've uh, tuned in for, folks, isn't it, with this podcast? Uh, the first one that has uh, come up here is from Shay Marman, who uh, the title of the email, Leona Remix. Oh, right, yeah, what's and going on? And he's actually sent a, uh, a YouTube link, which I'm <laughs> going to click on right now. I've no idea what it is. Um... Whoa. Heavy Metal Screaming Goat Remix Compilation. 
Here we go. Let's see how this goes. It's had over a million views. Is there a goat in it? Oh, okay, that, that is, is <laughs> there was a YouTube clip of a of a goat screaming to Slayer, which, which I remember. And what they've done is put that over the top of Slayer. Uh, and I don't want to fan the flames of the war with Leona. Leona's been out of control. She's been out of control. She's been tweeting yeah. stuff about us, taking the Mickey out of us. Uh, point of action here: Shay's email. Do I just delete that? I think I have to delete I think it's it. Probably best. Okay. Didn't next need up. that on a, a very tired Friday after being out at the awards last night. No, didn't know that was coming. Right, Nick Blythe, quiz round ideas. Go on, Butch and Richie. Right. Thought I would help you chumps with a few quiz round ideas to make it Google proof. We all prefer smart people over smartphones, don't we? Yes. Crisp tasting round for the team. There are literally so many fancy crisp flavours out there right now, from mint and lamb to chorizo. How about the closest guest in this round gets the most points and the team furthest away gets the least points? Hey, I bet he's brilliant on a long train journey, that fella, isn't he? Coming up with games like that. That's not a bad idea for the quiz on Tuesday. I don't want to rule that out. You Let's do not get rule a lot out. of jazzy ones these days. Yeah, and it can't just be like straight up uh, chicken. It has to have someone else with it, doesn't yeah. it? It has to be fancy. Another round I like is Guest of the Year. He's gone a little bit more route one, away from the old uh, crisp tasting with that one. Uh-huh. Uh, for example, Jack Nicholson wins his first Oscar, Rod Stewart as a number one with Sailing. Absolutely no idea. Doesn't give us the answer either, oh, so neither on, do come I. Come on, mate. Uh, right, cheers, Nick. Uh, next. You deleted him? I have. No, I haven't. I just moved up. Kept him. What a Nick, you're still in. <laughs> Uh, Chris, morning guys, need your help. British Transport Social Police. He's then sent three screenshots of uh, a conversation which I don't have it in me to read, to be quite frank. Look, we're going to be honest with you here. We're both quite tired and hungover, so if it's anything that's quite difficult to read, we're not going to do it. Uh, Going for gold, Raksha Carpenter. Just heard the podcast and was laughing so much at the West Indian Irish accent. Please make it a regular feature, please. Uh, Raksha, you're not going to get more impressions if that's the way that you address them. I think that's... um, Got a point, though. Unfair. Who am I? Honestly, I genuinely want you to phone up somewhere... And uh, try and do that to them. We did. We talked about this on the podcast we did yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Should do yeah. it. Let's uh, slate that in for Monday. What about phone uh, the centre of Dublin somewhere mm-hmm. and see if you can book a table? I'm sure I will be able to. Uh, Shay Marman is back. All right, mate. Um, him of the goat thrasher. No more. Stuff. No more clips, please. This one is uh, titled Blue Peter. Like you, Bush, I hated Blue Peter. I was always an ITV boy. This is interesting. We did talk about whether. You were a BBC house or an ITV house. I, I think, think that there, was a thing. There's definitely that. There's there's three types of people: BBC house, ITV house. Those weird kids in your year that didn't uh, have a telly or weren't allowed telly. Shay goes weird. on and says, "I used to watch because I was an ITV boy. Um, cartoons: Betty Boop, Sinbad the Sailor, and his trusty parrot called Salty." Do you remember those? Sounds a bit sketchy. Uh, no, the worst thing is about being an ITV kid is obviously that you were just absolutely hammered with adverts non-stop. But I do love all the different ITV areas. You know, yeah. we're, all, we're all divided into these little balkaned areas. Yeah. For me, it was <laughs> TSW down in uh, down in Devon. We had TVS, Television South. Oh, did you have a good little opening sequence? Burr, 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 or some, like, the letters coming out of the water or something? Or what was your... It kind of rose up out of the water because it was coastal, yeah. Oh, yeah, same here with TSW. Southampton. Yeah. Uh, Hey, that's his second email. Second one getting deleted as well. Sorry, mate. Uh, Anthony Mayer. Subject, Richie in a suit. After seeing Richie in a suit, 
He reminds me of a well-dressed tramp or the accused. All the best. <laughs> Can I just say, right, uh, and he's referring to the amount of flack that Richie and I got of posting up a photo of us ahead of going to the awards. We were both dressed, dressed in what we thought was quite smart attire last mm. night. The amount of stick we've had is unbelievable. Particularly people suggesting that your face uh, was a cardboard cutout stuck over... Uh, like as a mask or something like that. Yeah, I, that was just the lighting of this radio studio we were in in Leeds. Um, <laughs> it's it's of a proportion and of virility that makes us wonder whether we post any pictures up again. It's so. it, honestly any more like that. What's his name? That bloke, uh, Anthony Mayer. One more of Mayer and the rest of that crowd, and you'll never see us again. Uh, final email for now from Natalie Burgess. Hi, Bush and Richie. Just came up with an offence for your. British Transport Social Police, and that is poor personal hygiene. (laughs) Smelly food is bad enough, but smelly people are even worse. I sat on a bus next to a man who smelled like he'd just been gutting fish on a trawler boat. (laughs) Keep up the good work, Natalie, in Wakefield, which we passed through today. Uh, Do you know what? She's got a point there. Um, The ones that really get me bad breath, a lot of people with bad breath, especially dirty, horrible, gutsy coffee breath at the end of the working day. (laughs) That's quite bad. And then just a bit of BO, but you can't Offer someone a deodorant, can you? They would take that quite personally. I think these days, that's the kind of thing that's going to get you in a bit of trouble, isn't it? Actually, there's one thing we didn't get around to talking about in terms of the British Transport Social Police on Thursday's show when we were live from Leeds. Uh, it was the price that I saw a pasty being sold for at King's Cross Station. Can I just mention this now very quickly? Go for it. £5.29 for a Cornish pasty. So... What would you say should be the retail price point? I think the absolute limit for a Cornish pasty is £2.50. So you're looking at double. It's at least double. It's unbelievable. It's daylight robbery. And we've had a discussion on the train, because obviously uh, Richie and I are on the main board of control for the British Transport Social Police, and we do wonder whether the jurisdiction stops at the actual mode of transport itself. Are we allowed to walk around the concourse and say pull people up for over-the-top uh, pasty pricing policy. Do you know what? The British Transport Police are also responsible for Conkai as well. Is that, so, is that the plural of concourse? I would have said so. Concourses doesn't sound right, does No, it doesn't it? sound right. It's a Conkai. So um, I'd say the social police also do have jurisdiction for that kind of stuff on the Conkai. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you think a pasty gets more expensive the further out of Cornwall it is? Well, you've got transport issues then. There is, that's a good point. There's a good point. There's a lot of people who are saying it's Cornish pasties and it ain't. Uh, and also as well, some of the most expensive pasties, pound for pound, you can buy uh, from any service station in the United Kingdom. You know, and I'm not going to name the company. They're normally in a little hut out the front. Mm-hmm. And that's just through the roof. Yeah. We, we need to crack down on this. If it's this bad now in 2018, God only knows how expensive pasties are going to be 2020. Uh, well, uh, we'll be on uh, any other business 500 by then. So yeah, big uh, time. We'll, we'll return to that subject. Any other business bonus edition of The Toilet. If you're listening to the show, the uh, the All Request Home Time on Friday, you don't get this. No, just it's get special. your own song. Special, just for you lot. And the best thing is we're playing out from a different studio, uh, which means that Richie's got to slide the volume down with... We've got a screen, which is touchscreen, and it looks like if you go to a... You know, if you get off at any town centre in the UK, they've got uh, not very good touchscreen tourist things. <laughs> you can find out about where the local theatre is. Feel like it's, it's been gobbed on by drunk people. It's like that. Can't rule out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't rule out that hasn't happened in here. It might have happened. 
Uh, right, let me take you to California. Um, I should probably say I hope you're not eating right now. Oh, no. Uh, police in California are investigating a report that a high school student has mixed the cremated ashes of a grandparent into a batch of homemade cookies and shared them with her classmates. <laughs> The essence oh, of the story my. is basically that paragraph. That is it. Yeah. Was it with malicious? Malicious is another word. Conkai. Was it malicious or what? Um, the police have said the motives behind the crime are unknown, but it's unlikely the suspects are going to be charged, and the officers are going to leave it to the school to handle the issue. That's pretty bad. I mean, if we go now to school rulings, I mean, that is—it's at the very least a suspension, isn't it's gotta it? Got to be a week suspension. Isn't it? Definitely. Or, you know, sit in class during everyone else's playtime. I don't know whether you've um, ever wondered about what happens when this kind of thing is done. It's never really a question that I've answered. No. Um, Nobody suffered any ill effects, as it turns out that cremated remains are not poisonous. Imagine getting food poisoning off a dead nanny. But but, um, the police department have said that uh, there could be some understandable emotional issues experienced by those who tasted the cookies. That is so weird, isn't it? It almost gets into the same territory of, you know, you heard about these people who kind of get their dog's ashes turned into like a little diamond or something they have on a ring. I can understand that. Yeah, and my auntie, right, she had this sheep dog that she loved. She got all its it died, sadly. Uh, She got all its hair shaved off and made it into a jumper. She had a jumper made out of a sheepdog. No, she didn't. Honest to God. A jumper (laughs) of its hair. You're absolutely kidding me. I swear to God. A swear down, as the phrase goes. Isn't that unbelievable? Doing stuff with dead people's remains. There's a phone-in topic for next week's show. What about that? (laughs) Get in touch now. Keep listening to the podcast (laughs) and see if that makes it to air. I've got a question for you, um, and it's, um, it's a bold one to ask, considering the profession that we are in. Okay. But do you think there are professions that like the sound of their own voice? I reckon that, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely the case. But the reason I ask this specifically is um, after the train, the train journey we've just been on. Oh, dear. I don't reckon that the guard of that train necessarily wants to be a train guard. No, he was on the mic non-stop, wasn't he? I think the first four minutes of the journey out of Leeds, yeah. there was patter going on. And I can't honestly tell you what it was. It was like a really boring train-based audiobook. Uh, I know I like my trains, but um, just using a little bit of common sense, let's see if I can work out what I would say were reasonable announcement to have made. Yeah. Welcome aboard this service to London King's Cross. Yeah. We're stopping at Wakefield, Doncaster, Peterborough and King's Cross. That was pretty much it, yeah. Later on, there will be a trolley service coming through the aisles. Yeah. Please have your tickets ready for inspection. That is kind of all you need, I've done isn't that it? in around about 30 seconds. But this fella, he was waxing lyrical, wasn't yeah, he? Oh, yeah. Just talking about his day, uh, just a couple of problems looking ahead, or uh, get off your phone if it's a bit wobbly on the train. He was giving us like, safety <laughs> advice, everything, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, it was all sorts, It was yeah. unbelievable, this bloke. Teachers are up there sometimes, I reckon. Yep. Like, like the sound of their own voice. Yep. Um, you'd always find it was a deputy head, I found. A deputy yeah. head's assembly, because they weren't the heads. Yeah. But it was, uh, you're all there to listen. Your deputy head, you might not necessarily be a proper teacher. Yeah. As in sort of like, have your jurisdiction of sort of like a class or a subject. So this is their moment. <laughs> it was always the, the, the worst ones, because for us at our school, it was, the, we had like a chaplain or whatever. Yeah. You know, he used to come and do really boring 
boring assemblies about uh, this is a bar of soap. You know, like trying to make a bar of, they bring someone in with them. This is a bar of soap. A bar of soap in many ways is like Jesus and everyone be like, oh, Christ. Christ, literally. And then there'd be kids just passing out because it was really hot. It's like, shut up. Shut up with your bar of soap. Awful, man. Radio presenters? Yeah. Ashley as well. Chuck that in. The, what was the bloke on the tube? When we, when we went on the tube on the way back today as well, he was just, like, mucking about. Oh, uh, yes. The guy on the speaker on the tube. Another thing I don't have time for, and this maybe is harking back to the British Transport Social Police. Yeah. Announcers that are just there to brighten up your day. Yeah, come on, please. All I need is the whole mind the gap. Yeah, um, stand back, the train is about to arrive. Or let whatever. passengers off the train first. first. I don't need the frivolity. I don't need shouting into microphones so loud that it actually becomes distorted and you can't hear. Yes, yeah, so add him to that list as well. Been a hungover, riddled, extra podcast, this. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. It's just like sitting next to two blokes on like a park bench who have <laughs> hit hard times. <laughs> 